Welcome to this podcast, episode 93. I'm your co-host, Joe Lindholm, along with Jason Shirley. Jason, tell me what time it is. Betty Davis. Please do. She um before before we get to the raping of Oklahoma. Go ahead. Yeah, man. I um <laughs> just saying. Not saying just she saying. would uh, she would have been an outstanding author of the uh, raping of Oklahoma today. However, she uh was the last before, before you for explain it. Okay. Weren't we in a band called Raping Oklahoma? We may have been. Was that a Cody Canada cover band? It might have been. All right, go ahead. And Sorry. I don't I'm, mean I don't mean to take away from this. I story. don't know about myself, My but apologies. I know yeah. that you wore a Stetson. Yes, of course it during that. Let's <laughs> not be carried away, of course. Okay. Anyway, go ahead. So uh Miss Betty Davis was the wife of Miles Davis for a year. Yes. But for the wait, stop, hold on. Okay, let's, let's backtrack a little bit. Miles Davis, like king of modern jazz, for people that don't know, correct? Like super advanced, like way ahead of his time, jazz influenced fusion. That was his thing. He was on Saturday Night Live. Um, I watched a thing by the way on the music of Saturday Night Live, yes, and sir. they were pissed at Miles Davis because he would never face the camera. Sure. Every time he start playing, he would turn around. Well, anyway, I digress. Go you go, go. fuck yourself. That's right, GFY. So anyway, um, she actually was the influence that changed or evolved Miles from what he was to what he became. So uh, at the time she met him, Miles Davis was. Early 60s, totally cool, Italian suits, Italian ties, Full Italian shoes. Of course. Just Jazzy McJazzerson. Yes. Nah, that's right. Looking the part, I am the part, whatever. 100%. She shows up and says, you know what, motherfucker? It is late 60s, <laughs> and uh, things are changing. And if you want to be a part of it, then you're going to be a part of it. Right. So, uh, Miles went to... Bell bottoms, and um, he went to like no shirt, yep, and a vest, vest, and velour, and yes, the whole nine yards, yep, all yep, of yep, that, yep, yep. And but the biggest thing that she did for him was the album. I don't, I don't want to say the album that broke him because well, his Miles was so good before right. this. His big album was kind of blue. That was his big album, which correct. is probably before all this. No, that's absolutely is correct. it okay. Or However, bitch, wait, wait. I'm guessing. Hold on a second. I'm guessing yep. it might be Bitches Brew. Yes. Okay. Kind of Blue is kind of like late '60s, so Bitches Brew was more '70s. Nope. Um, I'm gonna say Kind of Blue is like '66. Okay. Right. Yep. And um, what was going to be called Witches Brew? Ah. Was '68. Okay. When he was married to our friend Betty Davis. Okay. And um. <laughs> she said, "Fuck bitches or fuck <laughs> fuck, fuck witches, man. Bitches. It's bitches, bro. It's bitches, bro." Yeah. And to, and to so be fair, she named. To be fair, go ahead. To, to be, be fair, fair, to be fair, to be fair. Sure. 
Anyway, I got a I got a beer story. Please do. Uh, a brown bitches brew. Uh, apparently, uh, Dogfish Head. Yes, sir. In Delaware. Yes. Uh, they made a limited run brew called Bitches Brew in in celebration of that album's, I believe, fiftieth anniversary. Ooh. It's on the YouTube's. Okay. So yeah, it's um, it's weird. Um, and we'll get to this later, I'm sure, but uh, I don't want to digress from the story. But um, there's been some collaboration in uh, the independent brewing scene, uh, Dogfish Head and Boston Brewery. But we'll get to that later. Continue your story, sorry. We will. To, I don't mean to take it off the rails. I just want to point oh, out no. the Bitches Brew beer that came out. And there's nothing off the rails. I'm just saying that uh, at the point in time, Miles wanted it to be witches. She said bitches. It's bitches. And it was cool. That's it. And it rolled. And they were divorced like three months later. Oh, boy. Yeah. Oh, boy. And um, as they were divorced, she had cleaned up Miles from kind of Lou era Uh to. He did a lot of drugs. Right. A lot so, of drugs. heroin, I believe, is the uh, there drugs. was there was heroin, there was coke, chasing was, the dragon. Yeah, yeah sure. There was yep. a lot of it. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so up until that point, she kind of for the year that they were married. Yep. And I gotta be, I gotta be honest, man. I mean, it was an enormous year. I mean, yeah. I mean, it, anytime you get I, that dude off take, of anything, you're taking somebody that had like had. A, Enormous fame yeah. being one thing, and you're able to transform them. Of course. I mean, the only thing, and I don't, I digress, but mm-hmm. the only thing I can equate it to is like a Sinatra. Yeah. I mean, this cat right. is like For sure. hot in the 30s. Yep. And then he has to reinvent himself in the 40s, mm-hmm. and then has to reinvent himself in the 50s. Yeah. I mean, what, so this is where we're at. Let me let me throw a name out there okay. for you to run it past. How about Bob Dylan? Yes, because Bob Dylan was folky, right? And then the electric folk in '68. And the electric happened, and everybody hated his fucking guts. Yeah. And then he went Nashville in the '70s, early '70s. Yes. And everybody's like, "Oh, well, that's Bob again, right?" Even though it, I... a whole lot wasn't him. It was it was. The Nashville producers and the Nashville session guys and Johnny Cash, and Johnny Cash helped huge. out a ton. Obviously, saved him. Sure, but I mean, like that's it's almost the same dealio, right? It is. I mean, it's reinventing yourself because I, I, I'm telling you right now, there's a if you go on YouTube and look up Dylan Electric when he started playing with the band with the band mm-hmm. quote unquote, right? The Correct. band. With Robbie Robertson yes. and, and Levon Helm and those when guys. When Dylan went electric, there was oh a, my an God. enormous black. Backlash. He did it in Europe, and he did it mainly in France. Yes, and the Paris crowds and the French crowds hated it. Yes, hated it with a capital H. Correct, fucking hated it. But eventually, he was right in the long run. Wow, right, and yeah. you can hear the recordings. Uh, the bootleg recordings, which mm-hmm. are now not bootleg, but whatever, you can hear that. You yeah. can hear the crowds getting violently angry. <laughs> you know, fuck you and the whole nine yards. Right. But then, as the months wear on, he eventually wins them over, and uh, and they understand where this is going. Right, and he. I'm not going to say he contributed to the death of folk, but I mean it's up there. Like he almost, he basically did. I mean, there was stragglers like Pete Seeger and those guys like held on to it. Yeah, but when, once he went electric, that was it for the for folk music, right? No, no, you're right. But I want to stand up for Pete Seeger and say, Pete Seeger. Hey, I'm not saying it's wrong. No, 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 <laughs> not no, at all. No. Right? No, no, no. Right. I'm just saying the fact that that guy like stood there with his right fist in the air. Yeah, yeah. Was the conduit from Woody Guthrie? Well, it was also. You're right. To Pete and Paul and Mary, to Jock Johnny Cash, and the thing about Johnny Cash when he was Pete Seeger had a television show mm-hmm. that era. 
like yes, he late sixties, yes, he did. Mid to late sixties, he had a television show. Johnny Cash was on it. Right. He was so gooped up on amphetamines. Right. He couldn't sit still. No, he couldn't. And at the he end of the interview, and the end of the interview, he had his shoes off. Yeah. Like that was it. Yeah, man. And so it's like, oh boy, okay, here we go. And he, you know, in June Carter, in in the uh, in the PBS documentary Country Music, uh, you learn this. Mm-hmm. June Carter at some point just went. Okay, them or me. It's either the drugs or it's me. Like that's it. End of the story. That's it. it you, either, that you, you either pick, oh, it got really bad. And June Carter was like, I know you love me. I love you, but this is the way it's gotta be. And Amanda Shires with Jason Isbell was the mm-hmm. same way. Like Amanda's was like, Hey, look, if you need help, we're gonna get you help. We'll send you someplace to get help. But it, he he told but her if, um, it took it, three if times. If you want to talk to me and tell me all this shit and not want to go, right? Then there's no conversation. But if you want, if you really want help, I'll send you away. No, but it was the third we'll get, time, right? right? It, was, it took three it tries, th- three strikes. Right. I mean, he he baseballed it. Hundred percent. If I come to you the third time and say, "Listen, I need to go," right? It's that's it. That's it. It's time to go. And then, and then there's a there's a video on uh, YouTube's uh, with um, CBS Sunday Morning. I forget the guy's name. Pardon my, I don't understand. I don't uh, understand. You, it used to be Charles Osgood. Nope, it's not him. I know it's not him. You know it's who it's younger? It's a younger dude. Yeah, but they had a talk, and uh, you know, they reveal they revealed in the interview that segment, whatever that Jason wrote Amanda and said, hey. What if I wasn't on anything? Would you still love me? Mm-hmm. And that's where you know it's the mental aspect of an addict, right? It's sure. Like, look, I'm all this. I am what I am now because right. of this, because of the drugs and the alcohol and whatever else. If I gave all that up, like I talked to you, like I won you over because I was an addict. I was yeah. drunk or high at the time. Mm-hmm. If I gave it all up, would you still love me? And she did. It's one of Nashville's greatest stories ever. And albums. <laughs> it really is. Yeah. I mean, there's I mean, no that, Southeastern. That's that album. 100%. 100%. So, a uh, side note, uh, they record a new album. It's going to be out soon. Mm-hmm. I don't know how soon, but it's recorded. Mm-hmm. All kinds of video uh, or pictures on Instagram of uh, Jason and Amanda and Dave Cobb in Studio A. And even him going, hey, it's done. I'm like, oh, mm. can't imagine. Come on, right? Give me that shit. Right. Side note, uh, mm. give me that. Uh, side note, um, at the castle, yes, sir. In March, is that oh. March? Whatever, sure, February, March. Bob Mould, yes. coming. We gotta go. We're going. We gotta go. We have to get Tommy. Don't shake your fucking head. Look, I know there's no band. I understand, okay? It's just him by himself. I get it. But until you open your mind and go check it out, don't shut it out, Tommy. Don't shake your head at me. Put your mm. fucking hat on. Right? God damn it. Quit being a dick. You know what? I over <sighs> Christmas, and I kind of let it go. Just gets worse. Right? Right? Just... it. We're... You're going and you're going to like yes. it. Damn it. Well. Just one step at a time. It's just babies. Damn it. Just like the White Sox. Yeah. Oh, well. Oh, ho, ho, ho. Talk to me about the what, Sox. What, an, what a Christmas. Right? For White Sox fans. So other than Dallas, what do we want to talk about? We want to talk about Evan Encarnacion. Yeah, man. Yeah. Mm. Mm. The parrot. Coming to the South Side. We love it. Uh, big fan. Uh, the White Sox were uh, uh, 10th or 11th in the American League in home runs. Yeah, man. 10th or 11th in the league in RBIs, the whole nine yards. They went out and got a guy that does just that. He All he does is hit home runs and drive in runs. That's and, it. That's and, what he does. And Eddie, Eddie plays third. He is. He, no. For you. He ain't going to play shit. No. Maybe first. Here's the problem that they're going to run across. Yeah, right? okay. Uh, he's going to 
hit a bunch of home runs. Yeah. He's going to drive in a bunch of runs. Yeah. He's going to hit about 240, strike out a shit ton. The I'm problem Moosey, is, baby. And the problem is, as you look at their roster, where is he going to play? I mean, he's going to DH a shit ton. Don't get me wrong. Mm-hmm. I ain't flipping the script. Sure. The guys, but the problem is, you signed James McCann, right? To be the backup catcher. Yeah. Fine. You have Grandall already. Okay. Great. Fantastic. Fantastic. Yeah. But there's only nine spots in the lineup on any given day. And you want McCann to play DH. Catch, you know, catch on days that Grandall can't. DH. Every third plays day. some first. Is fourth, whatever. whatever. Whatever it takes to keep Grandall fresh. Right. I don't care. Okay. But the point is, you have all these guys that play first in DH. You have Abreu, you've got McCann, Grandal. Now you add in Carson to the di- to the uh, equation, which is fine. You need his bat in the lineup every day. But there comes a point where you run out of innings for these guys. Yeah. Right? You run out of at-bats. You run out of everything else that, with these guys. You have to figure it out at some point. Yeah. Now, uh, the rumor is, rumor and innuendo has it, mm-hmm. uh, that Lewis Robert... Hey now, will be signed to an extension just like they did with Eloy, oh, so they don't have to wait okay. the super two shit for him to play. They're just going play. to sign him to a legit contract, yeah, just like Eloy. Okay, last year, right? Yeah, all right. Mm, excuse me. So, yeah. uh, we'll get to the beverage in a minute. What are you so, enjoying? There. So, brother, uh, center field will be Lewis Roberts. If that mm-hmm. happens, great. If they want to wait, then it's going to be like Adam fucking Engel, whatever. Now the biggest question comes second base after that happens, right? <sighs> so here's the problem. So you have uh, Nick Madrigal, who is an on-base slut. He's really good. He loves the on-base. <laughs> loves the on-base, right? Sure he does. Doesn't strike out. Right. He no. gets on-base, right? The problem is... You got hey. the Super 2 thing, right? Like mm-hmm. Bryant and everything else. Yeah. Nah. What are you going to do with him? Like, do you start with Lurie Garcia at second base for the first month and a half? Do you sign him to extension? Do you let him sit? Like, Lewis Robert, if you let sure. him sit, it, are you going to have Adam Engel be the first, be the center fielder for the first five weeks? Boo. That's bullshit. It is. Like, no. 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 And again, all this is under the umbrella of... Chris Bryant has yet to be decided. Which is incredible. <laughs> Which is a big thing How? when it comes to Super 2 and 3. Like, has that's the that big thing. Has domino not fallen? I don't know. I mean, the Cubs, look, the Cubs aren't going to spend necessarily anyway. No. I mean, Nine. arguably, they're not going to. Nope. Even though they have all the money, uh, all of it. My Jason, hands, all my, of it. My they hand, have all of it. My they, hands, they, 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 all of it. My hands as a rickets are wet and green. That's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. There is no situation. Wet and green. That they don't have money. Right? They sold their business. Print that shit. They sold their business. Yes. TD. They sold it. Mm-hmm. They sold it for like $20 billion, according to the Yes. Analyst. Some crazy amount of money. Right. They own half of Wrigleyville, if not all. Yes. They built a fucking hotel. They renovated Wrigley Field. You cannot tell me they don't have money. I know. They just don't want to spend it. But the money that they own is like a Trump kidney. And I don't even want that. <laughs> right? <laughs> you feel me? Were we in a band called Trump yeah, Kidney? Yeah, we were. We were. Were we it a was, Kaj- it was, Kajagugu cover yeah, band? Or? We were. It was a Kajagugu uh, cover, cover band, band. called right. Trump Failed Kidney. <laughs> no. <laughs> Not. But that's the point, right? Right? They have all the money in the fucking world. They do. If you're it's just sign it's Chris not good Bryant. money. It's not whatever. It's I not I know. Hey, listen. I it's understand. not Chick-fil-A money. Oh, it wait, isn't Dexy's Midnight Runner's money. money. Well, I know that. it's not Dexy's Midnight Runner's money. Hey, let's not get carried away. Not for nothing. Yeah. But my my daughter for yeah. Christmas this year yeah. was so excited to get like bib overalls. Oh. Right? I mean, it's like That's awesome. Wait a minute. We're twenty <laughs> Did you then right. play Dixie Min- Dixie's Bennett Runners? I should have. Yeah. yeah. I should have. Clearly. Yes, sir. Clearly. Yep. But and you understand my point. I do. The Cubs need to spend some fucking money. Yes. That's what I'm telling you. And I'm not saying a lot of money. And let they don't have go, to spend a lot of money. And let people go. 
How about re-signing Nick Castellanos? Mm-hmm. Do that. Mm-hmm. That guy is fucking money. Mm-hmm. Is he not? Plus, he, he won't play against the American League. Oh, goal, more he, specifically, the White Sox. He keeps him out of your <laughs> I'm American saying, League. I'm just saying, there's a very greedy reason why I don't want Nick Castellanos yes, to play. It's because he killed the White Sox. Yes, and if sir. they play him six times a year, I'm good with it. Yeah, man. Come on. Come on to the right. <laughs> I mean, and that kid's energy, I... Love to, I love him on the White Sox. He'd be great. Right? Are you kidding me? Like I would love him to play for the White Sox. I mean, he looks at your manager in the eye and says, Right in the monocle. It's open. Right in the monocle. Well, yeah, that's, that's right. not your manager. No, it's yours. Mm. Grandpapa only has one eye. Okay. Right? Anyway, he says, It's opening day. That's right. Every day he says that to <laughs> him. Let's fucking go. It's opening day. Right. Yes. I would love to have That's Nick Castellanos. Want. I'd love to Nick. I'd lo- oh, man. On the south side, are you kidding me? Yes. Are you kidding me? Let him play second base. Who gives a shit? Who gives Who cares? a shit? Who fucking cares? Right? Get his bat in the lineup. Who cares? He may not DH, whatever. I'm not saying it's going to happen. Now, the, the White Sox rumor in any window, Jason, mm-hmm. is that they are going after bullpen help, which is what they should do. Okay. Uh, there are old people that are still somewhat decent. Hmm. Uh, Will Harris is one from the right. from the Blastros. Daniel Hudson, former White Sox, uh, sure. also uh, in the hey? in the Adam Eaton trade, I believe they traded him away for Adam Eaton. Okay, Diamondbacks. So former White Sox. Oh well, fuck! I f- totally forgot about former White Sox back with the White Sox for the third time. Oh, Geo, Geo, Geo! That's right, Geo back, Geo! Holy shit! That's crazy talk. And he's actually going to pitch this time. Yes. I think we may have talked about that on, on All the right. previous hey. podcast. But All right. Anyway. I don't want you to uh, unzip and throw it on the table. I'll do it. Can, just, you, can, I'll you, just... can you talk to me about yeah. the pitching sure. lineup for, All right, the, for the White Sox? All right. Yes, so uh, Giolito will be your ace. Yep. Uh, Keichel. Who really? signed? I don't know if we talked about this or not for the previous podcast. Really? Yeah, Keck will be two. You sure. think so? Yeah, they want to go right, left, right, left. So they want right. to keep that as best they can. So I'm going to guess a uh, Giolito will be your opening day starter. So it was Giolito, Keiko, Keiko, uh, Lopez, Lopez, oh, Ronaldo. Don't forget about Ronaldo. I won't. Compare. Um, some fourth yeah. pitcher and Gio. It better not be Dylan Covey. That guy better not see the fucking light of day. That guy sucks. He sucks. You suck. Okay. Dylan Covey sucks. Now, talk to me. Is Kopech back next year? Uh, He'll be back early. Yeah, so it'll probably be Kopech be the four. Okay. The problem is that they uh, are going to go about half the season, and then Rodon, Carlos mm. Rodon, will be back. Because he had an elbow. Sure. Mm, Tommy a, John. A short reliever? Tommy John. No, he'll be at the fucking line. rotation. Okay. So your rotation. Well, we got six We got six starters. Well, because. Mm. All right. So we got Giolito, yeah. right? One. We got Lopez. Ooh. We got. I'm just naming them in no specific order. So just to make sure we got them straight. All right. So That's Giolito, for you, Coach. Giolito, Ronaldo. Uh, Geo, three, four is gonna be uh Dallas Keuchel. Dallas Keuchel, sorry. Okay. I'm just sorry. I'm an yeah, idiot. Yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. fine. All right, fine. No, Keuchel, no, no. and then Rodon. That's your five. And then oh. whoever you know, that's not. It's no specific order. That's not the order they're gonna sure, pitch sure, sure. in. But I'm just saying, those are their five starters. Once you get to about All Star break. Okay. Rodon will be back. That's not a. Uh, that doesn't suck. That's not, that's not a bad. Sign that doesn't five. suck, and it's not only it not only doesn't suck. It doesn't suck for a couple years to come. Mm-hmm. Like it doesn't suck for like twenty twenty one and twenty twenty two. And it's no knock on Copic. Copic, you know who knows. The only thing I know, Jason. Yes, sir. The only thing I want to see from this organization is I never, ever, ever. Ever, ever, I see it. Want to see Dylan Covey pitch a starting lineup again? It's gonna happen. Ever. It's gonna happen. No, fuck that. No, no it's gonna happen. Absolutely not. No, fuck that guy. Fuck him and fuck Dylan Covey. Well, he should be in the minors or out of baseball. 
I hate that fuck. Jerry fuck Cal- <laughs> Jerry That's my two cents. Oh, Jerry called me. you? Oh, shit. Well, had I known. You're right. And said it's going to happen. No. Yes. No. Yes. No Dylan Covey ever. It's going to I'd happen. Rather see, I'd rather see Marshall out there. Well. Or Hector Santiago. Or pick somebody. Okay. No. no pick somebody I'm not. Just letting Al- you know. Pick somebody not Alex Comelman. I'm just going to let you know it's going to happen. And you know what? In the off season, in in the trade season last year, yes, both sir. you and I, we both were somewhat uh, dumb surprised by the fact they did not trade the Alex Coleman. Correct. But now, thank God they didn't, because well, you got a closer at least. Right. Now you just go got to go from point A to point C. Sure. Somehow, they have Marshall. They still have Bummer. They still have guys that can get there, maybe. But I'd like to see one more free agent signing of a bullpen arm. I think, if I'm a, honest, that's a great call. But I think Bummer's a great setup guy. Absolutely, he's great. I agree with you. So, Bummer to column A from. Yeah, they just got to get from point A to point C. Yes, and, and they need one and, more point B guy. And bless and bless them that yeah, the A point is no longer James Shields. Oh, thank you. Yes, of course. <laughs> Fuck that guy. He's gone. No more worrying about James Shields. He's Correct. gone. Yeah, no more worrying Correct. about him. Correct. He gone. Thank fucking God. All right, kid. So yeah. tomorrow. Bears. 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 Yes, sir. Bears. And Bears. hopefully a uh, B-team roster. Uh... <laughs> And we're going to beat up on some Vikings that aren't starting. <laughs> um, apparently, apparently, yeah, um, they are starting their uh, second team. Yeah, they're okay. not. Kirk Cousins, I don't know if it's true that he won't play. Okay. Uh, but uh, he apparently will not play. Well... Okay. I can't imagine that. They're treating this like a preseason game. Yes, they are. All right. That's right. All right. Excuse me. Excuse me. How would that Excuse make me. you feel as a uh, NFL player? Um, my friend. In week 17? If you're a Cleo Mack. Don't care. Nah. It's okay. No? Yeah, whatever. whatever. Pal. Right. I mean, you have to look at it from the other end. Like, what benefit would they have of playing? And the answer is zero because they have the sixth spot. Do not get hurt. They will not. Right, exactly. They will not mm-hmm. move up if they win. Right. They will not sink if they lose. They are the sixth seed. That's it. Right. In their case, I don't blame them one bit. Okay. At all. All right. At all. And again, if it meant something, if there was some sort of seed or whatever, clearly they would play their guys. But now I don't. I don't there's no way that Kirk Cousins should be quarterbacking this game. But no shot. Okay, but as a bear, yeah, you are looking for your contract like cookies. Oh, there right? are people. There are people in this game that need to earn a you spot. You need to like start. Oh yeah, and they're gonna play everybody they can play. Oh yeah, yeah. Mitchell's gonna play. Right. David Montgomery's gonna play. The offensive right. line is gonna play. Right. Cole Mack's gonna play. Okay. Now, are well, they gonna play the whole game? Eh, we'll see what happens. But there oh, yeah. are jobs to be won today, or technically tomorrow, but whatever. Yeah, man. There are jobs to be won in week 17. They got to get on it and win some fucking jobs. That's it. Okay. Especially the offensive line. The offensive line has a lot to prove. Right, because when they're done, they're done. Because they're shit. Yeah. They've been no, shit all I'm, season. No, kid. I'm just saying that um, when this game's over, you go home. In one way or another, yeah. Yeah, man. That's it. I mean... And either you've earned the, the benefit, either you've earned a spot or you have not earned a spot. The benefit of being uh, a Minnesota Viking this year is that you get to chomp Aaron Rodgers' ass. Chomp, chomp, but you chomp. Again. Possibly. Well, yeah. no, man. I mean, yeah. and we'll see how on. it works. Right? Right. I mean, there's no way that. I mean, this- I, I have not. I have not researched every single playoff scenario. Okay. 
you if that means anything. All right. Well, I'm out. Could Green I'm Bay done. Could Green shut Bay? this shit down, man? <laughs> I'm out. I'm not having could, it. Could Green I'm Bay play Minnesota? It. Sure. Could. No. I don't. I have no fucking clue. No. I don't know. I cannot. I have don't. It. I don't know. But I know this. Minnesota is playing next week. Yes. That's sir. all I know. Yeah, man. I don't even know what day they're playing. I nope. don't know who they're playing. Nope. But all I can tell you is that they're playing next weekend, and there's no way that anybody of any value to the Vikings should be playing in this game. No. Zero. This game means nothing to them. Correct. Zero. Correct. Now, I'm looking at you, and I'm telling you. Right in the monocle. I, I can see it. You're looking at me right I'm in the not, fucking I'm monocle. Not, I'm not going to tell you nine. I, mean, I don't even wear a monocle. But, I'm but gonna, uh, either way. Yeah, it, man. It, it, it's, it's irrelevant. It's irrelevant. So, Vikings, Seahawks. Yes. As Seahawks. Okay, right? Minnesota at Seattle? Yes, sir. All Seattle. Yes, sir. Ten times out of ten, yes. especially. Always. And remember, and remember this. On Sunday. Remember this. Yep. Guess who's back with the Seahawks? Because they don't have a running back. It's Marshawn oh, Lynch. And he's dirty. Bring, bring the Skittles. ODB. Bring the Skittles. ODB. That's right. And you know what, motherfucker? When you are on the one yard line, <laughs> run the fucking ball. And I'm gonna tell you this. I'm gonna tell you this ten times out of ten, brother. If you're gonna ask me to run the ball with Marshawn Lynch or oh throw the ball with Mitch gosh. Trubisky, I will tell you ten times run out of ten. The fucking ball. That mother you give him the fucking Skittles and you give him the fucking ball. Yes, you do. That's it. Yes, Straight you do. up. That's it. That's the reason Dude. why. That's the reason why he's playing. Dude. That's the reason why they re-signed him. Because Dude. at the two, because one, they did two, not do that then. One, two, three, even four yard line, you give him a bunch of fucking yes. Skittles and he'll fucking score. That's yes. it. That He'll bring it. you to the promised land. And, and the fact that you try to outsmart everybody. Right. Irrelevant. Nay. If Pete Carroll wants to be the smartest guy in the room, that's fine. Uh, he, he can be the smartest guy in the room. Not anymore. But you got but you got no nope, he got exposed, bitch. No, he did. That's right. He did. Kind of did. He yeah. got down there. That's true. He was on the two yard line. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He had Marshawn Lynch. <laughs> but no, he didn't. Fucking I understand ball. at that point. Yes, I understand. But this year, he's learned his lesson, I hope. And then he would have run the ball with the Skittles and get it done. Now, um, I'm going to switch a little bit from professional to college. Yes, sir. At this point in the evening. Collegiale. Uh, as we record this on Saturday, Saturday, uh, one game, one of the games of the college football playoff is already done. Oh, uh, who? I pray to God that oh, if who? you had any betting interest, that you took LSU minus the points. Oh, who? Because that was a foregone conclusion. Oh, who? Uh, they whooped that ass. Oh, who? Get some Kurt, uh, our yeah, uh, my uh, coworker who is a Don't huge matter. Sooner fan. Don't He's a weird dude. He was he grew up in Kentucky. Oh, I'm sorry. So let me, let me run you through his. Uh-huh. Uh, we've done this before on a sure. much uh, earlier podcast, but okay. I'll refresh everybody. And we're gonna feel bad for him. No, Every no, you're not. No, no, you won't. No, you won't. He's uh, he's a terrible human being. Um, oh well. Let me put it this way: if he's never been to Vegas, which Go is fine. For that. Which is fine. For that, if that's it, that's fine. However, um, however. He can't go to Vegas because if they he went to Vegas, he would end up in a hole in the desert. Okay, that's the kind of guy. Nah, Chris. Right. He's a good dude, but no, um, out there dude he's gonna be that. in a de- he's gonna be in the hole in the desert. You gonna be dead. So, yep. So Kurt yes. is um, he's a Sooner fan. Oklahoma my, football. Hey, I just hey, I'm gonna throw this Oklahoma out there right football. Now. Hey, I'm throwing this out there right now. Sure, not Kurt. Fan of the program. Sure. Not that Kurt. <laughs> Let's go. Yeah. No, 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 no. Yes, sir. Not Kurt Holdefeld. No. No. Nope. No, nope. Not you, brother. Not Mr. Holdefeld. No. Um, so, Kurt, Steve Curtis, we call him Kurt. He, he's a uh, Oklahoma fan in football. Sorry. I know. I'm with you. Yep. Uh, kind of an Oklahoma fan in college basketball. Mm. I think he's no. kind of indifferent because he understands Oklahoma is a football school. Right. He is a. <laughs> Ready for this? Mm-hmm. He's a Dodger fan in baseball. I'm sorry. I know. Yeah. Wait. Hold no. on. And he, <laughs> he's a Steeler fan in football. Uh. Yeah. Now, 
To be fair. To be fair. To be fair. He did. He, he grew up in like a fan in like early seventy. I, I mean, think like he mid seventy. No, we're he's a little I'm bit thinking, younger. He's a skosh younger than us. Yeah, but I'm thinking Dodger. I think he's Steeler. in his. I think he's in his forty ish, early forties. Okay, so we're in the early forties. Mm-hmm. He's early forties. So yeah, like Dodgers, like Kirk Gibson, right? No, that would have been like like late eighties, kid. <laughs> well, I know that's my point. All right. Um, yeah, and he for a time worked for the Braves. Sure, he did some intern work. Oh well, whatever. Um, but those are his alliances, man. So like, it's so weird. Like when you're from here, from from a town that has a a uh, multitude of pro sport sure loyalties to yes. choose from. Correct. When you don't have that, when you're from Kentucky, right? Yeah. It's like um, there's another guy at work that is a. Uh, He's from Kentucky, like born and raised, but he went to Alabama to get his degree. Mm. He didn't get his degree from Kentucky, he got from Mm. Alabama. So he can play both sides of the fucking fence. Whatever. So for football, roll tide, right? Roll tide. Roll tide, Brian. Yeah, roll tide. Whatever. Uh, For basketball, he's a season ticket holder for Kentucky. Mm-hmm. So it's like, uh, um, um, I was, they were, he got his bachelor's from Kentucky apparently and his master's from Alabama. Okay. Well, Adolf Rupp, last, so, like, legit Nazi in America. <laughs> anyway, uh, go Wait, ahead. wait, hold on. Are we talking about the current we president? Are, no, I no, didn't no, say no, that. No, I didn't you, say No, I didn't say that either. I didn't say I don't it. know what you're talking about. Nope. But, uh, yeah, so um, sports allegiances from it, it and to this day, right? It really kind of weirds me out as a Chicago guy. As a Chicago, a Chicago guy. I had mm, I had multiple fans. You're part of the Husky Humas. Right, and multiple fandoms to choose from. Right, sure. Didn't I? Right, I you had did. plenty to choose from. You did. As someone but growing up from a from a different state that had no pro sports, none. Zero, none, Zero. no pro sports, Kentucky, right? Well, if you count the Wildcats, I'm sure they play the players. But sure, IQ, buddy. I, 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 Zero. Ah, <laughs> that's right. Um, it's hard to argue with their pro sports allegiance because they didn't have anything. They really didn't. You know, it's, nope. it wasn't like they had the Titans. No, you know, they were in Houston at the time. Yeah, it's not like they had. Um, you know, any baseball other than Braves. Correct. All you saw were the Dodgers with Kirk Gibson. If that's your thing, then that's what you're going to latch on to. Right? Which is in... They didn't uh, have to suffer through Chicago baseball like we did. Correct. But they I, could pick and choose whatever they wanted. I need I need to call 20 here for... Go for um, it. You. That... I'm going to see you tapping... The, Tommy, he's tapping his head. Calm down. Look. Calm the fuck down. He's right? tapping the top of his it's head. My, it's my that's turn. That's a 20. It's my turn. That's that's a 20. Anyway, so uh, that World Series, I am at uh, our friend of the show, Art Sesma. I was at his. Hi, Art. Exactly. That's Dr. Sesma. Doctor. To, sorry. To anybody else. I know you went to. I didn't want to shortchange no, it. No, Dr. No. Sesma. Sorry. Correct. Not so, Mr. Sesma. No, 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 no. Doctors. He right. didn't go to eight years of evil medical school to be called doctor. Be called Mister. That's correct. So I am at uh, his dorm on the Here? night. Here? No, in, no, 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 in lovely normal. No, no, no. no. That would be at uh, Champagne. Oh, Champagne. Barbana. Champagne. That's right. Yeah, for that uh, night of the World Series and. Uh, it was a dorm, Which and we were sitting there, and all of a sudden, Kirk Gibson. Oh, 1988. All of it. and You were Benny. You were a freshman. Because uh, I was a freshman. Yes, you sir. were a freshman. Yeah, sure. Whatever it takes. Yep. Yeah. So I was there. And uh, the next day, I just remember my old man going, he called me, and he goes, you know that was going to happen, right? Nobody knew it was going to happen. No. <laughs> like, come on. No, no, no. And I'm like. Yeah, I knew it was gonna happen. <laughs> no, no, I mean, it was no, 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 nobody did. Come on, I'm telling you, I'm telling you, nobody, nobody knew it was well, gonna happen. Well, you know what I'm saying? It was no, like, no, 
My old man pulled the. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. He pulled the natural Carl. He pulled the natural card. Exactly. Of course. And said, "Yeah, I mean, the guy he can't walk. No, he can't play. He's dead. No, right." You, they, I mean, you're you're throwing up there, whatever, blah blah, and then he hits the home run. I mean, it, it's it. Yeah, I so, heard, I heard. By so, the way, so so is Kirk Gibson forever? Yeah, a tiger? No, or I would say arguably never a tiger. Really, Dodger. Okay. And I will go so far as to say is that Easter. When when, when the resurrection when the resurrection happened. Okay. Isn't as big as it was. Uh, the Bible made hints to 1988. I'm just saying, there may have been a couple of hints in there that said he will resurrect himself and he will come from the dead and he will hit a home run in the World Series. I'm a douche. I'm sorry. No, I dude. I mean, dick. I'm just saying. No, he limped and it was. Just no, it was great. It was great. It was great baseball. Jack Buck, call that on. shit. And the best part was the home run as it's. You know, going whatever. Yeah. The tail lights in the parking lot from everybody that left from Chavez, that Chavez thought Chavez Arena. They thought the game was over. They just leave and there's tail lights and brake lights and shit. And the ball goes over the fucking you know, 390 foot mark, whatever. Whatever. is losing his shit. Kirk's losing his shit. Fans losing their shit. The ones that are there. I'm not saying it's a greatest one of the greatest moments in baseball history. It is. It literally is. It really is. It really is. It's great. But not for my team. Or uh, your team. No, not for mine. No. Uh, Carlton Fisk. Sir? I would say the Carlton Fisk, uh, the home run by Fisk in the 75 World Series, arguably as... as I'm waving. Of course you are, yes. No one, I, no wish I, had, I wish I had this. I'm waving. Um, arguably as iconic as Kirk's. I mean, that, that's kind of the, the iconic one before Kirk, right? Sure. Like... Watching him, you know, uh, allegedly the story is the guy in the monster wall that was uh, had the camera going got it bit by a rat. That's the story. And the camera just kind of, he just let go of the camera and just like, oh, fuck, oh, shit. And they would have never gotten that shot had he not been bitten by a rat. Whatever. Tommy? It is what it is. He, no. Tommy's calling bullshit. No, oh, no, 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 no. Tommy, you and I went to... Fenway. Yeah. In 95. He's nodding. That's right. He is. And um, you can imagine fucking rats biting people, right? Yeah. I think we, we, had, we had tickets for one night. Don't flip me off. Tommy. No, no, no. God. I know. I No, fuck you. Don't We're flip just, off Joe. Uh, don't. I don't. I'm I not going to get out of this I seat. wasn't there, Tommy. I'm not getting out of this seat. God damn it. I wasn't anyway. there. All right. So, um, anyway, yeah. you, you and I, we like broke in without <laughs> tickets and went up and sat by the Green Monster, right? You okay, did. Cool. Yep. That's he's nodding. Good. At least no, he, at least no, he, at least he gives me that. At least he right? fucking nodded. Okay, so that's like a god damn it. Yeah. And no. then um, the next night when we actually had physical tickets, doesn't matter. We walked in like almost the same way. And you can imagine, nope. like, rats biting people, right? Because, yeah. I mean, it was like Wrigley. I mean, it was, you can, old, you can, it was an old institution, You can man. run that shit. Yes. yes. I mean, it was, so a rat and bite somebody, I'll buy it. Not out of the realm you possibility. Buy you buy it. He's nodding. Yep. Thank, thank you. Thank you. I understand right. Carlton Fisk ended up in a cornfield in New Lenox. <laughs> Uh, vodka bottle in hand. I understand. Sure. All right, great. No worries. Whatever. I, w- I wish I I'm was with just them. just saying. I wish I was with them. Who would want to party with Carlton Fisk and New Lennox? In a cornfield. Everybody. Don't give me that bullshit. No. Nope. Everybody. Yes. He's Carlton Fisk. Yeah, number 72. <laughs> anyway. He's alive. I will give him that. Unlike many people from the Chicago Blackhawks. Oh, bless our heart. Who are dead. Yeah. Uh, mo- uh, moment of right silence. Now. All right. For Bob Prober? No, for Brent Seabrook. Ooh. Moment of silence. 
We can't sell enough. Um, no, I mean that's <laughs> look the dude. Legit, the dude. dude won us three. He helped win three cups. I get it. I appreciate it. Thank you, Brent Seabrook. And I don't mean to be. Well, I'm going to be a fucking Mark Dick right now, but oh, don't be a Mark. I'm such a be mark. a Mark. You are such a Mark. But hey, God, how'd Seabrook die? So we're going to get to that. Uh, oh. So a couple days ago, a couple of days ago, the Blackhawks released a statement about Brent Seabrook. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and you're going to just, you have not heard this. I can tell already by the look on your face. Correct. You have no idea what I'm talking about. Now, at the pre-production meeting, yep. there were three stories that you said, content, not for you. Right. And I was like, okay. There's content. This no. is one of this was number one. This was or number two one. or three. I don't or remember which one, but here correct, we go. Here uh, we Brent go. Seabrook, they announced. <laughs> I can't even it's tough to say this with a straight face. So oh, dude. um so he needed uh, uh surgery on his right shoulder. Mm-hmm. Uh Calvin DeHaan, big free agent signing, also DeHaan, DeHaan. needed uh surgery on his right shoulder. Brent Seabrook, on top of the right shoulder surgery that needed to happen, he also needs surgery on both hips. Now, you're going to ask yourself, I can see the look on your face from here in Studio B. Isn't one one hip surgery enough? Yeah, man. And I will answer that. Yes, it is. It's enough to end a man's career. Correct. He had two. He's going to have two. He had the one on his shoulder, which is done. He's going to have two hip surgeries on top of the shoulder surgery he already had. Okay, so you're looking me straight in the eyes. Right in the monocle. That Brent Seabrook is still alive. Brent Seabrook will never play again for the Blackhawks. Okay. That's what I'm telling you right now. Now, Brent Seabrook has a four- Four five year contract at six and a half million dollars a pop. Okay. Now they can off write it. They can already off write it today because they put him on long term IR, right? The sure. Blackhawks with between Seabrook, DeHaan, Andrew Shaw, and excuse me, some one other hockey player, I don't remember which one, have almost twenty million dollars locked up on long term IR. Now that's all freed up in terms of regular season for 2019, 2020. That's all freed up now. You can go buy somebody. You can trade for somebody with a big contract. You can do whatever you want. My suggestion through all this is don't do a fucking thing because they're terrible. There's nothing they can do to bring somebody on board for whatever salary they make to make this team better. Zero shot. No shot. Eric Gustafson, I watched the Hawks game last night against the Islanders. They were fucking garbage. Eric Gustafson cannot skate. He cannot play defense. He shouldn't be on this fucking team on any level. But he's here. He's there. Number 56. Right there for you. He shouldn't be on this fucking team. And there's nothing the Hawks can do about it. They got to play him. I'm sorry for my rant. I'm really. No, I'm like, I just Eric Gustafson sucks. I'm sorry. I, I that guy. He's he fucking trash. Look at him. He sucks. You suck. That's right. Yeah. So I brought the orange one and the orange one. <laughs> I hate. Like that dude shouldn't shouldn't even be playing at the Rockford. He shouldn't play Rock. He should be gone. Last night, Jason. I'm not even fucking joking. <laughs> and you can go back watch the fucking replay. Right. He skated backwards and fell fucking down. I'm not even joking. He fell down. Anybody can support me on this shit. He fell down. He fucking fell down. My wife is he solid. He fell down. My wife is solid, and she's 5'1". She could stick it, stick, skate backwards and not fall down. He fell down. Right? He fucking fell down. Right? So a lot of two-on-one, and they scored and won the game. Don't tell me Eric Gustafson is an NHL defenseman. I wish there were a video right now. You would see me agitated, turning my microphone yes. many ways. Yeah. Punching. Fuck that. Eric Gustafson shouldn't be playing oh. in the NHL. Uh, don't hit Tom. Ugh. Come on. Don't hit him. 
Let me. Uh, sorry, right. sorry, Jose. Anyway, um, that dude should not be playing in the NHL. Anybody, pick a fucking dude. Pick somebody that just got cut. Figure it out. That guy should not be playing in the NHL. And Everybody is- knows it. I know it. Stan knows it. The fans know it. Uh, Jeremy Collin has to fucking know it. Eric Gustafson sucks on a level of epic proportion. What makes me laugh? You're welcome. And I'm sorry. Is and I okay. really wish I could throw shade at Tom for this, but <sighs> Tom knows it too. I know. But Duhan for the Hawk. Calvin DeHaan? Yeah. Former great great defenseman Calvin DeHaan. I thought we who's had, dead? No, I thought we had one now. I thought we had a Duhan now. We don't have a Duhan now. No, Chris Duhan played for the Bulls. That's yeah. not a thing. No, I know him. All right, forget it. I for some reason in my brain, and no offense, Tom, because no, this is in Tom, my brain, no, no offense, is uh, the rapping Duke, Duhan, Duhan, Duhan. But why did I get that? That had to come to me from something. Tom, it had to come from Tom. It had to come from Tom. Calvin Duhan's dead. Uh, Bulls, no. Bulls? They come no. for you from the Bulls? From Chris Duhon? Because the no, Bulls are terrible. He was terrible, too. And everybody should be fired? Yeah. As I have alluded to many times right. in the past. At this point, no. Trash. Come on, man. Mm. I um, mean, Jerry. Jerry, 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 Jerry. 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 I, I realize loyalty. But come on. <laughs> but come on. We're done. Everybody. Right? Just nuke it all. Um, right? <clears throat> So, Jason, we yes, talked sir. about um, a uh, a certain video series. Yes, sir. That was originally broadcast oh, on Cinemax. Oh, it's so good. And it is still so good. Uh, that you found, finally. No, um, right. No, man. What, where I did mean, you find it? Was it on the Cinemax? Was it on the no, YouTube? No, I, 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 I ended up buying it on the, uh, the Apple. Oh, but did did the Apple the App Store have it? They finally did. did. They really? They finally. I, I did not know that. I waited for that. All right. Well, that's anyway, a good wait, though. Yeah. To well, be fair. To be fair. To be fair. That's right. No, I. Uh, yeah. So. Anyway. Go. Mike Judge. Yes. I initially brought us uh, country music uh, <laughs> prior to well, Ken Burns. Hold on a second. Let's go. Uh, let's, let's go back and right. make sure the kids know. Yes, that Ken, that uh, Mike Judge was the creator of Beavis and Butthead. Yeah, uh, and and, uh, and bless my wife's heart. A couple of movies as well. Idiocracy uh, and, and Office Space. Office Space. Yes. So anyway, both go on. both classics. Oh, hundred percent. Anyway, so anyway, uh, I'm watching. Season two of Tales from the Tour Bus. Oh, it's so good. Season one was all the country kids, right? So it was like. It was amazing. It was. Blaze uh, Foley. Conway Twitty. Waylon. Conway Twitty. George Jones. George Jones. uh, Jerry Lee Lewis. Jerry Lee Lewis. was the best one, quite frankly. It was. It was. But there was season two that Jason, I alluded to last podcast, that Jason researched and found it. He found it. Correct. He did. And um, it was like two episodes of James Brown. Yep. It was an episode of More Stay in the Time. It was. More Stay in the Motherfucking Time. Correct. That's right. It was. um, uh, Bootsy. It was a Bootsy episode. Or James. It was a George. George Clinton. Clinton. George Clinton episode and uh, two episodes of. James Brown. Dose. Yes, sir. Right. And two episodes of Rick James. Yep. So we're repeating ourselves now. Anyway, um, okay. Betty Davis. Yes. Was who I played at the uh, very beginning. Beginning of this episode. That's right. She, my friends, is the hidden gem of funk. Oh, she's. You need to go find her. Yep. She uh, has everything about uh, the Rolling Stones. She has everything about 
the Ramones. Yep. She has everything about Sly Stone. She has, I mean, she is punk, rock, and all punk of it all together. All of it. And she's a woman. Yep. So in nineteen seventy four, people went, I can't handle this. The, the, I I whatever this is, right. I'm not ready for it. So the best one man. was the was the Rick James, right? Dude. So he talked about Prince because Prince sure. he's when Prince's first album came out, they're like, Oh, well you gotta get him open for us, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> and all of Rick James's musicians, right? Mm-hmm. Pre pre show, correct? When the first show happened. They're in the back partying, getting ready for the show, whatever. Whatever you mm-hmm. call it, right? Getting ready for the show. In yes, the sir. <laughs> Prince walks in, and they're all like, "Who the fuck is this little fuck? Like, mm-hmm. what the fuck is this?" Mm-hmm. <laughs> and he's wearing heels, and he's mm-hmm. no taller than anybody's shoulders, really. Correct. Like, what the fuck is this? And then he goes out and absolutely slays it. He like, does. And Rick James, not happy. No. No. Not happy. No. Uh, he. I mean, it, it made Rick James elevate his show. Mm-hmm. Right. Made Rick James when the Mary Jane Girls came out because they came out after uh, Apollonia Six. Right. Correct. So. I'm he had to make sure that that, I said, that I, was higher on the level than them. I know, I know, Tom. I made Easy. the same mistake. It was Vanity Six. You're right. Vanity but, Six. Then no, I, I said the same thing. No, you're right. You're right. No, I did. You're right. Fuck you're right, you, Tom. Tom. You're right, Tom. All right, Fuck fine. You. Let me tip your hat. What? Tip your top hat. Yeah. You're right. You're right. It was. No, I mean, it was. It was, it was Vanity pound Six in it tonight. But anyway, at any rate, so. Um, Rick James, maybe not Rick James himself, but his band certainly recognized the greatness that was Prince. Yes, early on, and it pushed them, and it pushed them, and pushed Rick and the whole thing here. So yeah, man. Again, we cannot recommend enough Tales from the Tour Bus, either uh, season one or season two. Correct. Uh, both, I believe, are on. Uh, as Jason said, are on Apple, but they're also available, I think, on YouTube as well. You can buy them both. Yes. And I'm telling my favorite, I will reiterate, my favorite run is the Johnny Paycheck one. That Johnny Paycheck one is, is ridiculous. So you know what's funny? It's so good. All the way, <laughs> in, in season two, all the way up until they get to Rick James. Right. Mike Judge is like, you notice, there's no guns. <laughs> In <laughs> any of this, until oh, I'm sorry, until James Brown, until w- w- until uh, 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 Jerry Lee. No, no, no. Every single one <laughs> yeah. of the first season, yeah, had guns. Yes, yes. Okay, and that's so, what you're saying. So the our ones our perceptions have done our right. our yeah, perceptions yeah, yeah. of African Americans and guns, right? Was not up not until. Yes. The the Jerry Lee and the Johnny Paycheck and the George Jones and all the Whalen. All guns. Every single one in season one had guns involved they in did. some way. And that's I it was so funny that Mike Judge like kind of his animated character looked in the camera and said and I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm not sure what that means. I don't know what that means. But, but uh yeah. You fucking know what it means, motherfucker. <laughs> By Cracky, right? You don't know what it means. Exactly. Um, I will say this: that uh, the Waylon Jennings song. Uh, are you sure Hank done it that way? Yes. Which sir. was covered by Uncle Tupelo. Oh. Uh, <laughs> I played that song. Here, here's a great story. A okay. Great, a great Babe story. I'm ready for you. So, uh, well, first of all, let's set up Babes. Okay, so Babes is my. Stop it, hole. Tom. Fuck you. I'm just trying to tell a fucking story, Tom. God, fuck you. Quit. Put your fucking top. Just shut up. Mm. Mm. Anyway. God damn it. Anyway, so um, Babes is the uh, my local watering hole in uh, lovely Coal City. Yeah. And um, 
they like playing current country music. I'm sorry? Yeah, I know. Yes, I understand what mm. you just said. Oof. Yeah. So um, somebody, I later found out, was the mayor of Coal City who was there on a holiday kind of thing on Sunday, right? Like, yeah, let's go. I'm part of the Let's town. go to Babes. Yeah. So he played some country I'm music. I'm Tom. Some country music. Some. Some kind of country music. And I'm like, all right, great. Good for you. Good for you. Good for you. So I proceed to be an asshole and play uh, more country music in front of him to make it look like he played it, but I guarantee you he didn't play it. So I played uh, Waylon Jennings has a song called Are You Sure Hank Done This Way? It's about, you know, people telling Waylon, well, you know, Hank did it this way, and he earned a shit ton of money, and so you should do it this way. And Waylon's like, eh, well, yeah, maybe not. So um, he recorded a song like, are you sure Hank done this way? And that was the thing. And I played it on the jukebox at Babe's in front of the mayor of, of Gold City. And he was like, the people they were with was like, did you play this song? Did you play this song? Did you play the, you didn't, no, you didn't play. Did you play this song? Maybe you didn't, I don't, did you play this song? I don't know. And I got them all confused, which was great. It was a fun story. Um, oh shit, oh, I just look at the time. Tommy, why didn't you tell me about time, Tommy? It's your job. You're the producer. Look at a fucking clock every now and then. God damn it. You God fuck. Just it's a clock. Right? It's not the end of the world, Tom. Clock watch. It's a fucking clock. Seriously. God damn it. What are you trying to do? Clock on the wall, Jason. Well. Because I, I had to look at it. I know. Tommy was on we were on the pain of mind list. No. He was like, God, reading dude, a it's book. just a fuck. Anyway, um, I'm going to say it's might be time to wrap it up. Uh, clock on the wall. Uh, yeah. We're on the Facebooks, www.facebook.com slash is that pod. We're on Twitter. Uh, I am at Triple Lindy's. Uh, Jason is at Jade Lawler. Sleet Shirley. Uh, you can find us on, uh, you can email us. I forgot about that part. Uh, you can email us at uh, joe at itsthatpodcast.com or jason at itsthatpodcast.com. Yeah, man. Uh, you can find us on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, and now Alexa. Just by saying, hey, Alexa, place that podcast to the playing app. Yeah, man. Rate, review, and subscribe. Because it doesn't cost you nothing. Kind of a dick if you just don't. fucking just click Seriously. the fucking thing. God damn it! If you if you heard it one time, don't be such a fucking mark, right? God, if fuck. you if you heard it one time, just fucking don't be a pony fucking up. Mark. Don't be a fucking mark. Don't be a mark. Come on, brother. Uh, we want to thank you guys for listening to this episode. I mean, uh, it's uh, technically episode 93. Correct. The Trace Armstrong But it's episode. close to... <laughs> Did we, we, we disgrace <laughs> him yet or no? He disgraced himself, well, if we're honest. Correct. Yeah, he's terrible. Um, yeah. You're not Episode good. 100, which is seven weeks away. Coming. Seven weeks away. Coming. We have very big things in big our head. Things. I just hope we can execute big things. <laughs> Sure, that's fair, right? Like it's one I, thing I to mean, say, "Oh, it's seven yeah. weeks away, and we're gonna have." This a, is what I want to happen. How? how we got. We got to confirm. Yeah, we I, confirm. I will say this: all of it will happen on a Saturday. Sure, man. A Sunday ink. Yeah, happen. we're gonna mess. We're gonna if mess. we're gonna be big. Gonna it's gotta happen on a Saturday. So, I and, no, and I, hey, hey, I don't top, care. Top. I don't care. I don't what you care got. about your nope. fucking nope. You know, you're nope. whatever. 
No. I don't care. Shut up. Exactly. We're doing it. Anyway. Um, we got big things. So Jose and Coach. Yes. And uh, yes. any other major listener of this podcast. No, you better no. clear it up. You got seven weeks. Perhaps. We may be able to get. So uh, we're guessing somewhere in the late February time. Yeah, man. Get your shit cleared. Yeah, man. Because we're going to do something. I want it to involve a Bloomington Normal World Tour, but. Correct. Right. We'll see what happens. And I, anybody that listens, Holderfield, mm-hmm. Sesma, mm-hmm. all involved. Mm-hmm. Let's get them down here. Mm-hmm. Let's do it. Yeah, man. We only, may only have two inputs, but God damn it, we're going to make the most of no, it. No, we are. So we have time, though. It's, and, a, it's seven episodes away. So, And we're going to be able to launch. Yeah. There's things that are going to happen between work. now and then. Yeah, there's going to be things that's going to happen. Yeah, man. Between now and then. Quit being such a mark. And honestly, yeah, don't be such a mark. Don't be mark. such a fucking mark. Nobody likes that. Nope. All right. Well, thank you guys for listening to this episode. It is that podcast. Fuck the Packers. Packers. <laughs>